Warning, this podcast contains foul language, sexual situations, and discussions of drugs and drinking. Yeah. Welcome Welcome to to Fuck Shakespeare. Shakespeare, a podcast for the Shakespeareanly challenged. And anyone who really enjoys some saucy dick jokes. Teachers, we might insult you a little bit, sorry. Okay, everybody, enjoy! Hey! Who are you? I'm Diana. I'm Erin. Oh, yeah. We're (laughs) back! And we're still in the booth together. Yeah. Fuck Shakespeare the Musical. (laughs) Fuck Shakespeare the Musical. Yeah, and in fact, I'm going to mention this. Fuck Shakespeare the Live Show (laughs) is coming to a library near you, peoples. (laughs) Well, maybe not near you if you're living in, you know, say, Canada. Yeah, but you could go to your local library and go, you know what? We'd like to hear those Fuck Shakespeare ladies. (laughs) That would be really fun. And we'll come visit you if it's within driving distance. <laughs> like not England. Not, oh, I want to go to England. Yes, but we can't drive there. In Australia. We, we definitely can't drive. They there. love us in Australia. We see you. We see you guys. All right. Yeah. So, so episode sixty-one. Sixty-one. Well, we're getting to sixty-nine. I know. Oh. That's gonna be a good one. That's a that's a boozy episode. Yeah, that, that one. should be maybe. Yeah. We don't have to wait till the end of this play. Maybe no, we'll no. just like jump in there. Booze it up on sixty-nine. Yeah, on 69. <laughs> Booze it up. That's gonna be our slogan now. <laughs> Booze it up on sixty-nine. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> you made me snort. If it hasn't gotten, you know, too offensive for the last one of you, who cares? You know. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, this play, though, man. Dude. This play is raunchorific. Dude, yeah. Whoa. Like, Iago <laughs> is going to dive in there, baby. Today he is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we're calling this episode Wife Swapping. Wow. <laughs> because he thinks that's what's happening to him all over town. Yeah. So, wait. Let's. Uh, okay. Here I go. Yeah, let's, let's dive get in. The, let's let's get dive the, in without Let's get the soapbox over with at the top of the episode Aaron, instead of Aaron. in the middle of the episode. <laughs> so here's the thing, right? I've been thinking a lot about what we know about Iago, and I never thought about him in these terms before, but, like, his extreme jealousy and his extreme paranoia and also the fact that I kind of feel like he keeps Amelia away from everybody. Oh, it's yeah. like a classic abuser. Yeah. Right? For sure. Somebody who who isolates a person because they have this extreme jealousy and they're sure that they're being uh, cheated on even when there's absolutely nothing that... Zero evidence. Evidence, right? So Iago is like the classic psychological abuser yeah. who then becomes a physical abuser also. Right. Yep. He he knocks her around a bit. Yeah. And then he kills her. Spoiler. Yeah. You know. Um. <laughs> there you go. Domestic Spoiler. violence. That's Spoiler. what happens, yeah. right? So this like I never really thought of him in those terms before, but this particular episode, you know, we see his paranoia on full display. Yeah. And it made me start to think this guy just believes everybody is getting everything he wants, whether it's his wife or his career or, his, you know, a- yeah. everything. Everything. He he really is a classic, 
classic abuser. And that, by the way, red flag, red flag, red flag. Right in the beginning of a relationship, you might think, oh, this person only wants to spend time with me. Wrong. And this, and this person gets jealous because they love me. Wrong. And you know what? Those are red flags because those are the beginning signs that you could be headed toward an abusive relationship. Okay, I'm off my soapbox. Okay, yeah. But, well, I mean, we're going to get... In his own words, what he thinks of women. And it ain't pretty. No. No, it's not good. So for him to be such a misogynist doesn't take another huge leap to say he would rather punish the other sex than than have any generous thought towards them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that includes Desdemona. And he, you know. She's disposable. He can, he can see with his eyeballs that she's lovely and makes a great wife for his general and that they would be a happy couple if he didn't interfere. He says so. He says so. But he doesn't care. He's going to use her mm -hmm. as a tool. So, wow. You're in for that. And um, the, the, the scene oh, starts so, with the so storm. So, warning. Yeah. <laughs> warning. 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 Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, if you don't want to listen to misogyny and and use not usury that's a totally different thing but like, different play different, different play different we'll play. do that one too one day yeah okay <laughs> yeah but we'll get to see sort of him pitted against Desdemona a mm -hmm. little bit which is interesting and we can make up our minds then what what we think she thinks about him if we get evidence for that mm -hmm. and you know, because everyone keeps referring to him as Honest Iago. Mm -hmm. So does she believe that? So, I don't know. Wait, so, 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 <laughs> little soapbox. <laughs> mini, mini soapbox mini coming soapbox. up. Like, narcissists uh, are very charming. Yeah. They present, or sociopaths also, right? Yeah. They, they present in this very charming way that makes people want to be around them it makes people want to be of their inner circle and i certainly think that iago in this play the way that he vacillates between his own inner thoughts and the way he presents could be an, a narcissist yeah He's well a, he can be all those things why yeah. not right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so and i they think make the fact people... that they say honest is sure yeah they thrive. They pump up that reputation for mm -hmm. themselves, you mm -hmm. know, by how they present outwardly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I think Desdemona, if she thought about it more, I don't think she gives him too much thought. She's too happy she in her him. marriage yeah. right now. She's Who has very... room to think about anything else but, right, right. but, you know, getting laid and loving your husband. Which <laughs> she gets offended on behalf of Amelia, which is nice, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we're going to really, <laughs> we're going to see between... We get Othello, how Othello greets his wife when he gets out of this horrible tempest. Mm -hmm. And how Iago, you know, talks to his wife. We're going to see that incredible Juxta. juxtaposition, mm -hmm. which is great in this scene. So, you know, it's setting us all up for then this intense Act 3 scene where it's just the two of them, really. Mm -hmm. Just the two of them. Iago and Othello, like, amazing long scene. Yeah. Beautiful. But we start this scene with a tempest. Which a is, storm. Yeah. That's a big storm. Which often happens in the beginning of a couple, not often, but in the beginning of a couple key plays, you know, mm -hmm. The Tempest. And, um, Twelfth Night. And Twelfth Night, mm -hmm. right? Where we get these storms that change the course of things. So here we have it at the top of Act Two. Mm -hmm. And you'll hear the original 
characters in the scene describe the storm. Why is that? Because they didn't have special effects. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't have, like, video additives and, you know, all these things and CGI. sound things and CGI and stuff. They're telling you what it feels like. And, wow, I can't see anything. And look at the look at the waves touching the stars. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. So you can envision it. So really, you know, get those pictures in your head as you're standing on the coast waiting for the ships to come in. You know, it's mm-hmm. great. And who are the contending parties? So the, the, the people of Cyprus. Yeah, and the, the Cyprians. In, right, and the invading Turks. And the invading Turks. So we talked about the invading Turks as being others. Mm-hmm. Another, exam- another example of other in this play. Mm-hmm. To the Elizabethans, Turks equaled Muslims, mm-hmm. which were the villains of the Crusades, right? The right. Crusades were not that long in their past. And... They see those people as like, ah, oh, we have to beat them. We have to, you know, change them. You know, though, I, so I wish I had done my historical research on this because, um, you know, C- Cyprus is still divided down the half. Oh, half yeah, Greek, half Turk. Is. Yep. And and there's all there. They are. They never solve that problem. But I want to know what the Venetians thought of the Greeks. Yeah. I'm well, curious. the Venetians landed all over Greece and tried to take over bits of that. And they took over bits of different islands, and then they abandoned them. They were like, yeah, whatever, we're going to go back, you know. Yeah. yeah. So, like, just, like um, just, Corfu was yeah. partly taken over by the Venetians you for a while there, the then by the Romans for a while there, mm-hmm. and they all gave up. But mm-hmm. they left their lovely olive trees, which is great. Yeah. <laughs> but I just am curious, right? So, like, you know, the Greeks of this time would have already been Christian. So I wonder. Yeah. yeah. Uh, whatever. It's just curiosity. I might go do that on the side. Yeah, do a little research. Right. You can too. You can too. Blue skidoo. Um, blue skidoo. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, no. Sorry. That's what happens. Yeah. So Aaron talked a little bit about Iago's paranoia and jealousy. Remember we mentioned that some people think that he is motiveless? Golly jeepers. How do you miss it? Really? Like, <laughs> He says again in this scene that he thinks Othello swept with, slept with, swept with his wife. Oops. They did a little housework. Yes, they, yes. <laughs> a little housework, baby. Uh-huh. <laughs> ah. Ah. Under know. the stairs work, right? Under the stairs work, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, with cleaning fluids. Mm-hmm. Ew. Ew. No. Okay, no. I went too far with that. Yeah. Um, but then he also th- says he thinks Casio did. So this like, is why I think wow. he's one of those, you know, completely possessive, you know, possessive to the point of violence. Yeah. And I think he's so miserable that he wants to share this misery with other people. Mm-hmm. So he wants to spread the jealousy instead of spreading the love. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or maybe he's like, maybe he's like some of our politicians who are so mired in their own way of looking at things that they just assume that everybody sees it that way. Yeah. And and so you know when when one side, I don't want to use the word side, when one group says, uh, you know, let's let's you know feed the homeless, the other group is like they're just going to steal the money because that's what they would do. But whatever. Like I feel like maybe that's Iago also. Like he yeah. can't envision that that there's that, another point of view th- yeah that Othello can be any way other than the way Iago is because he's so steeped in his own tea you yeah. know what I mean right <laughs> yeah he can't imagine that there's another way of being definitely yeah. 
and he will start talking about them as one. You know, you understand, right? Of course. Everybody thinks like this, right? Right? Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. So you have to hang with the multitude to be the cool guy. This is how we got where we ah. are, people, on both sides of the aisle, on both sides of the aisle, on both sides of the aisle. Jeez, 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 jeez. Okay, I'm just, okay. you know, the okay. election is on Tuesday and I'm freaking out. Ah, I'm freaking out. Okay. You will, by the time you hear this, the election will be over and democracy will be dead. But anyway. No! No! <laughs> Look, none of, our none of our politicians are particularly wonderful. No. You know, they, we don't no. really have great choices. But I do think that we need to protect against authoritarianism and, and, and dictatorship. Yeah. That's all. And you, beautiful, wonderful, fresh, young people, need to go into government. Because, like, I know, it's always the people that would be really great who go, no, I don't fucking want to do that because they'll destroy me. We had to change that somehow. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. sorry. 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 Okay. Boy, that it's was It's not all on your shoulders. Yeah. It's no, on our shoulders, too. Yep. Okay. Here we go. Anyway. Who's, who's reading Othello. what? Oh, my God. I'm Iago, yeah? Can yeah. I be Iago? Of course. Can you be Othello? Okay, seaside, tempest roaring, Montano comes in, he's like, can barely see. What from the Cape can you discern at sea? Nothing at all, it is a high-wrought flood. I cannot twixt the heaven and the main to cry a sail. The main is the open sea, and to cry, you know, just discern or catch sight of, he can't even see one single sail, and they know they're waiting for ships, right? Right, they're standing on the on the edge looking yeah. for the looking out for the ships. Methinks the wind hath spoke aloud at land. A fuller blast ne'er shook our battlements. If it hath ruffianed so upon the sea, what ribs of oak, when mountains melt on them, can hold the mortise? All right, let's stop. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so it's a crazy, crazy storm, right? Right. So, so a mortise... That, great word. Yeah, really great. It's like if it had taken its... Um, you know, it had beat up yeah. on the sea. Uh, what so ribs... he's saying it's happening on land... If, if it's the same way out at sea. Right. And then ribs of oak would be the ribs of a ship, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So, mm -hmm. like, the, you know how when you build a ship, it's, it looks it like looks human like ribs. ribs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, um, and mountains mortis... would be the huge waves. So when mountains melt on them, when these huge waves come crashing down on them. Right. Can hold the mortise, as in mortise and tenon. Yeah. As in the stuff the, that keeps joins joints together. together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what shall we hear of this? So what will be the end result? Oh, yeah. my God. A segregation of the Turkish fleet. Segregation is a parting, right? Right, right, right? Yeah, literally, right? So the Turkish fleet will be scattered. For do but stand upon the foaming shore, the chidden billow seems to pelt the clouds. Chidden billow. Chidden is great. <laughs> chide, to chide someone? Yes. Is to, to push them back, repel them? Yeah, and right? also to, and uh, to shame them. Shame them, yeah. yeah? Mm -hmm. And billow is a wave. Yeah, so the, the wave that pushes back it seems to pelt, you know, so the wave comes into the land and then it pushes back out to sea and it, and it goes all the way up to the clouds. That's yeah. what he's saying, right? Yeah. The wind-shaked surge with high and monstrous mane seems to cast water on the burning bear <laughs> and quench the guards of the ever-fixed pole. Okay. Okay, so sailors, mariners, navigate by... By the, stars. By stars. So he knows his stars, right? So the burning bear is the Big Dipper. Right. Ursa, Ursa Major. Major. 
Yeah. And the guards of the ever-fixed pole are those two stars. You know, when you look up at the Big Dipper and you go, those two stars point at the north. Those are the guards. Yeah, those are the guards. They're called Dube and Merak. And they're the two stars that point to the fixed pole, which is the north star, the one that never moves, right? The fixed. I never did like molestation view on the enchafed flood. What? What? Goodness. What? Goodness. <laughs> molestation. <Yeah. laughs> That's why I speak of him like in this nerdy little voice because he has all these big words. Yeah, it's actually beautiful poetry. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. Molestation is like a, a battering. Like molestation would be a comparable battering. He's never seen a storm like this. Enchafed is angry. To chafe is to be angry. So the enchafed flood, the angry flood of water, he's never seen the waves do what they're doing today. And Montano, if that the Turkish fleet be not in sheltered and embayed, they are drowned. Yeah. So in sheltered, like under shelter or embayed as like anchored in a bay where they're protected. Yeah, somewhere in a protected bay. Yeah. Yeah. And then a third gentleman. News, lads, our wars are done. The, de- Yay! <laughs> the desperate tempest has so banged the Turks that their designment halts. A noble ship of Venice hath seen a grievous wreck and sufferance on most part of their fleet. So he's like, it's over. The Turks are beaten up by right. the waves. The we didn't have to do anything. Yeah, the storms took care of them. <laughs> yeah, and their designment, their intention, right? What they designed to do, right? Mm-hmm. And then, um, then there was a, sh- a ship coming from Venice that has been a bit battered also right sufferance is damage and montano's like what shit how's how is this true the ship is here put in a veronesa michael cassio lieutenant to the warlike moor othello is come on shore the moor himself at sea and is in full commission here for cyprus i'm glad on tis yeah. a worthy governor so the ship did come in that's good mm-hmm. a veronesa now a lot of people disagree about what this is whether it's relating to cassio but we heard him described as a florentine mm-hmm. earlier right so that's ship. not it so it's some kind of ship but it's not venetian it's designed in verona yeah so it's some kind of ship i think and that cassio is the the head of that you know the commander on that ship and the moor is still at sea othello's still out but he has, it's been reported that he has a full commission, which means he has full authority to govern in Cyprus. Yes. And Montano's happy about that. He's I'm a good governor. It. He's a good governor. He's a worthy governor. But this same Cassio, though he speak of comfort, touching the Turkish loss, yet he looks sadly and prays the Moor be safe, for they were parted with foul and violent tempest. Pray heavens he be. All right, so... Yeah, if that's a shared line, then Montano is like, oh, please, please, I hope he's safe, right? Yeah, Cuts yeah. him off. It's a plus two. It's very emotional. Yeah. You know, he's like, he was just given the commission to govern here. I hope he comes in safely. Yeah. Right? For I have served him, and the man commands like a full soldier. Let's to the seaside, ho! As well to see the vessel that's come in as to throw out our eyes for brave Othello, even till we make the main and the aerial blue an indistinct regard. Yeah, the main, we've said, was the sea. sea. And the aerial blue, the Mm -hmm. sky, an indistinct regard. We'll watch until we can't tell which is which, the sky or the sea. We're going to train our eyes on that ocean so hard that you get that blurring effect, right? You right. don't know where the, where the sea stops and the sky begins, right? Yeah. Come, let's do so, for every minute is expectancy of more arrivance. So they're expecting more ships every second, right? right? 
And here, and here comes, comes Cassio. Cassio. No, that's me. Uh, thanks, you the valiant of this warlike isle that so approve the more. Oh, let the heavens give him defense against the elements, for I have lost him on a dangerous sea. And Montano says, is he well shipped? Does, yeah, that, so does, does he have a good boat? <laughs> for God's sake. What do you mean you lost him? That's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> and Cassio says, his bark is stoutly timbered. His pilot a very expert and approved allowance. Therefore, my hopes, not surfeited to death, stand in bold cure. Okay, my hopes, not surfeited to death, not fatally overstuffed. Like, mm -hmm. he hasn't been feeding those hopes for too long, actually. He's yeah. only been hoping since he landed, probably. Right. right. His bark being his boat. A bark yep. is boat. Mm-hmm. His boat is good. Um, His pilot's so I think, excellent. Yeah, so I think at, at Stand and Bold Cure are healthy. My hopes are healthy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> healthy hopes that he will shy come. And so we hear, a sail, a sail, a sail. And Cassio says, what noise? The town is empty on the brow of the sea. Stand ranks of people and they cry a sail. That's and a fourth gentleman. Cassio, my hopes do shape him for the governor. Golly, I hope it's the governor. Yeah. I In my it's... brain, I'm turning that unknown person into Othello. Right. Right? And the second gentleman. They do discharge their shot of courtesy, our friends at least. The shot of courtesy means they're firing a cannon signal that means we're friends. Don't, Don't fire on us. <laughs> <laughs> right? And Cassio, I pray you, sir, go forth and give us truth who tis that is arrived. I shall. Montano. But, good lieutenant, is your general wived? Cassio. Most fortunately, he hath achieved a maid that paragon's description and wild fame, one that excels the quirks of blazoning pens, and, in the essential vesture of creation, does tire the... Ingener. Ingener. Like ingenuity. Okay, so there's a lot in here. Yeah. Most fortunately, so yes, he's married and he's married well, right? Yeah. He's married a, a woman who, th that paragon's description and wild fame. So par a paragon is like the, the, the ultimate, pinnacle, right? The ultimate. Yeah. The, the example of the perfect whatever it right, is. Right, right, right. Uh, so she surpasses anything you could say about her. Right. One that excels the quirks of blazoning pen. So uh, 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 Quirks are flourishes. Okay. So all those little curlicues that yeah. people put at the end of their handwriting, yeah. those are quirks. Okay? <laughs> and blazoning means the they would list her. Blazon is actually a heraldry term where the heralds would list all of the great qualities of the knight. Yeah. You know, yeah. if you've seen Knight's Tale, my good people! And he tells them all about, you know... <laughs> Lichtenstein, Lichtenstein. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. sorry. Watch that movie. It's very fun. Uh, and um, in the essential vesture of creation. Vesture is like clothing, clothing. Mm -hmm. right? So in her natural unadorned beauty, she doesn't need extra fluff to make her fabulous, right? Does tire the engineer. Someone who has ingenuity. Someone who would be trying to describe her. Oh, okay. So the writer would get tired before they could. Before he could possibly list out enough amazing qualities. Okay. So this is Shakespeare saying, 
I'm not going to tell you how fabulous she is because she's more fabulous than I could even say. <laughs> Use your great? imagination. Yeah. Use yeah. your fucking imaginations, okay? Okay. Plus, she's, you're going to see her in a second, so it's fine. Here comes the second gentleman, and uh, Cassio says, How now? Who is put in? Tis one Iago, ancient to the general. Cassio has had most favorable and happy speed. Tempests themselves, high seas and howling winds, the guttered rocks and congregated sands, traitors insteeped to clog the guiltless keel, as having sense of beauty, do omit their do omit their mortal natures, letting go safely by the divine Desdemona. Yeah, so even the tempests and the waves knew to let her pass yep. safely, right? Yep, yep. So you have the guttered rocks when they have lots of jagged edges, right? Mm-hmm. Congregated sands are sandbars. That will trap a ship. Yeah. Traders in steeped, meaning submerged. Right. They're submerged traders who will grab your keel, right, while you're trying to get through. Yep. All of these have stepped aside to let Desdemona come on through safely. Yeah. And Montano, what is she in Cassio? She that I spake of, our great captain's captain, left in the conduct of the bold Iago, whose footing here anticipates our thoughts a seven... Seven nights. Seven yeah, nights. Yeah, like a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a seven nights speed. Great Jove, Othello guard and swell his sail with thine own powerful breath, that he may bless this bay with his tall ship, make love's quick pants in Desdemona's arms. (laughs) (laughs) I love that so much, yeah. Okay, we'll get to that in a second. So, who's footing here? So, the bold Iago. Yeah, right, he's bold. (laughs) Right? Uh, Set foot here. Isn't that great? Uh, A week sooner than we expected him. Right. A seven night is a week. And right? then a prayer to Jove yeah, to, please, to protect, please, Othello protect Othello and get him here quickly with his swelled sails. Swelled sails. <laughs> so that he can, you know, in mm-hmm. <laughs> Desdemona's arms. Like, everybody's imagining them having sex. Yes, right. right? Everybody's like, how did the black man and the white girl do it, man? <laughs> They're just, like, got it in their brain. Like, they've never heard anything like it. It's yeah. crazy. Right? And then he says, give renewed fire to our extincted spirits and bring all Cyprus comfort. Yeah, like, them having sex is going to make everything better for all of us. <laughs> crazy. Our extincted spirits. Spirits is spirits. Oh, dear. So the rest of us are jerking off thinking about this, and we'll all be fine when it's all over. Like, Jesus Christ, people, that's a lot to live up to, you know? You know? And here comes Desdemona, Emilia, Iago, and Rodrigo. Oh, yes, him. Oh, behold, the riches of the ship is come on shore. Ye men of Cyprus, let her have your knees. Hail to thee, lady, and the grace of heaven before, behind thee, and on every hand, and wheel thee round. Wowie. Yeah, wow. so embedded stage directions. Yep. Right? Kneel down. But kneel down. What level are you at when you kneel? Vagina oh, level. Vagina level. Nice. Yeah. Right? I'm sorry, my sweat is dripping every in my man eyes. Of, every man of Cyprus, kneel down. And surround her. Surround her with your mm, loving words. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, and Desdemona's like, okay, yeah, whatever. She cuts him off, actually, because she's like, no, I don't, I, I don't need that. I want to know something. I thank you, valiant Cassio. What tidings can you tell me of my lord? He has not yet arrived, nor know I aught, but that he's well and will be shortly here. Yeah, so she's like... I don't, don't give me a greeting. What, what about Othello? And he's like, I, I, he's not here, nor know I ought. He actually, that's a line ending. I don't know anything. And then he realizes that's not a good report. But he's well, right? Yeah. The only, I don't know anything except that he's fine. Yeah. So that's a beautiful example of taking your breath at the end of a did line. Did I do it right? I didn't know if I did it. Did yeah, yeah, I do it? yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but because if he breathes there, he's left this fragment hanging in the air that is not comforting. Right. And he has to breathe and find something that is comforting because that's what she asked for. And she doesn't feel it, though. Oh, but I fear. How lost you company? The great contention of the sea and skies parted our fellowship. But hark, a sail! Yeah, so she's accusing him, like, what? What? How did you, why, how How could you not stay with him? Yeah, fuck. <laughs> and he's like, dude, did you see that storm? I mean, it's not my fault, man. And then the second gentleman. They give their greeting to the citadel. This likewise is a friend. It's another shot of friendly fire, right? Right, right, right. Don't, don't shoot us! And then they have a shared line. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so he's like, go, 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 find out who it is. See for the news. Good ancient, you are welcome. That's for Iago. Right. right? And now to Amelia. And then to Amelia. This is weird. <laughs> welcome, mistress. Let it not gall your patience, good Iago, that I extend my manners. Tis my breeding that gives me this bold show of courtesy. So it's not normal that I would greet your wife necessarily in this very public way but it's how i was bred it's how i was brought up to kiss ladies when they come into the room and he kisses emilia in front of her husband right (laughs) but that's to someone who's jealous and possessive and that's what the the foreigners do right yeah you you look all over france and they're like oh my god it's two kisses if you know the person it's three if you really like them it's like whoa a lot yeah so i guess in florence they do the same yes well you know those (laughs) but those fluorites sexy florentines (laughs) florentines But he's using words of, you know, that are sexy words, like extend. Yeah, that's like an (laughs) erection. And that's an erection. Tis my breeding. I'm going to fill her full of sperm. What the fuck? And courtesy means to curtsy, which is, again, to bend. And so I'm going to bend in front of her, and I can see up her skirts, or I can see her ankles. Like, all things that were not okay and not allowed. And so he's he's kind of pulling rank there. Yeah. It's a little, a little provoking, yeah. I would say, even if you're not Iago, that's a little bit too much. But if you are Iago, oh my. So here's Iago. Sir, would she give you so much of her lips as of her tongue she oft bestows on me? You'll have enough. In other words, she's a shrew and she is yeah. not pleasant to live with because of the kinds of things she says. Right. But he's watching Cassio kiss her and he's thinking lips and tongue. Yep. And Desdemona rushes to her aid, actually. Alas, she has no speech. So, like, she doesn't yell and rail. I've never heard her right. say things like you say, right? But that's very classic, right? So we're, we're distancing her. We're isolating her from the people around. She's a shrew. And it's controlling. Emilia didn't say anything about this kiss. 
So that's interesting, too. For the actress who's playing her, it's an interesting moment. Like, so are are you enjoying Cassio's kiss? Are you freaked out by Cassio's kiss? Do you know that your husband's going to punch you around later because you let Cassio kiss you? Did you have any choice in the matter? Mm. Right? Yeah. No, Cassio leaned into kiss. Everybody's abusing Amelia. Yeah. Right? Not okay. He didn't ask. There was no consent! Exactly. Yeah. Enthusiastic consent. It has to be enthusiastic, you guys. Yes. Sorry. Okay. And Iago. And Faith too much. And then six beats of silence. Six beats of silence. She has no speech. So was he leaving her room to talk before he spoke? Or was he saying, don't fucking say a thing? And waiting to see if she would? Mm Interesting. Interesting. I find it still when I have list to sleep, Mary, before your ladyship I grant, she puts her tongue a little in her heart and chides with thinking. Okay, so wait a second here. <laughs> There's a lot going on here. Yeah. <laughs> so list to sleep, I have, I want to sleep, when I have a I desire to sleep. sleep. When I want to sleep, what does she do? She puts her tongue a little in her heart. That's interesting. Wish I could do that. <laughs> heart. So heart. Heart is also slang for uh, clitoris. 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 So, vagina. So, but also, um, what he's saying is that she doesn't. So she she may not say it, but she thinks it. I can read her thoughts, and she's thinking nasty things about me. Right. And Amelia. Oh, you'd be Amelia. Oh, am I Amelia? Sure. You have little cause to say so. Yeah, like, I have never given you a reason to think badly of... She's obviously very cowed, right? Mm -hmm. Come on, come on, you are pictures out of doors, bells in your parlors, wild cats in your kitchens, saints in your injuries, devils being offended, players in your housewifery, and housewives in your bed. Oh, okay. Let's have a look at this. He's talking about women in general. He's Mm -hmm. trying to put them all in a pile, right? Mm -hmm. Pictures out of doors. So you're picture perfect in public. Bells, like southern bells, that Mm -hmm. could be one thing, but also bells have those clappers in them that just keep going, right? That's what makes them make sound. Yep. Mm -hmm. So he's like, blah, blah, blah in your parlors all the time, together with your women friends, Mm -hmm. you know, always talking about us. Wild cats in your kitchens, right? You scream and yell at the servants. Saints in your injuries, your... When you offend, it's like, well, I didn't mean to. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a saint, and I would never do such a thing. Mm-hmm. Devils being offended, you scream and yell if you are offended, mm-hmm. right? Players in your housewifery, your actors and fakers, that's players, right? Mm-hmm. In your love for your husbands. And then housewives, we've said this before, is slang for whore. Mm-hmm. Housewives in your beds, probably with other guys, mm-hmm. right? Whores in your beds with other guys. So, wow, there's an assessment of womankind. <sighs> Dang. <laughs> and he's saying this in front of people who are socially above him. Yes. Which is really shocking. Shocking. I think he's enjoying shocking them, right? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, Casio? Yeah? What are you going to do? Come to the defense of these women? Huh? 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 And instead it's Desdemona who comes to the defense, right? Oh, fie upon thee, slanderer. Nay, it is true, or else I am a Turk. You rise to play and go to bed to work. Ah! <laughs> Turk and work. 
Yeah, that's great. Rhyming couplet, like that's the last word on that. Yeah. You know? So he's like, you you get up to be fakers, and when you go to bed, you're on your backs making money, honey. And Amelia says, you shall not write my praise. No, let me not, Desdemona. What wouldst thou write of me if thou shouldst praise me? Ah, yeah, so that's not in poetry. That's not in verse. No, so she's in prose now. So what could be the reason for that? He's making her terribly uncomfortable. Terribly uncomfortable. She doesn't like this, so she's disguising herself a little. She's keeping herself safe, yeah? Or, or, or... She could feel very angry about this, and she has to control that anger because Mm. of her position. Yeah. Right? She cannot berate him, especially not in public. No, because he's a man. Yeah. But, and also, he works for her husband. Like, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of layers there, yeah. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, no, don't get me started. Oh, gentle lady, do not put me to it, for I am nothing if not critical. Telling the truth. Yeah, he tells people what he is, and they don't believe him. Desdemona. Come on, assay. There's one gone to the harbor? So assay is try. Like, give it a try, but then she sees somebody leaving and is, are you sure someone went to look? For Othello, right? Mm -hmm. Aye, madam. I am not merry, but I do beguile the thing I am by seeming otherwise. Come, how wouldst thou praise me? Okay, so again, right? So... I do beguile the thing I am. I feel like there's that anger mm. at him for treating Amelia that way. There's also anxiety about Othello, mm. right? So beguile means to distract, right? Yes, right. So she's like, I just need a little distraction, distraction. so fine, I'll play your game, Yeah. right? Fine. <sighs> I'm about it. But indeed, my invention comes from my pate, as bird lime does from freeze. Oh, dear God. It plucks out <laughs> brains and all. <laughs> so bird lime is sticky stuff that you put in the bushes to catch birds. Uh-huh. And freeze is wool. So when you're trying to pull that sticky stuff out of wool, it just pulls all the wool with it. So he's like, that's what these praises coming out of my brain feel like. Yeah, you pate, know, pate is head. My head, yeah. Uh, I just can't, you know, like it's all coming like a big mushy mass and I'm not going to do it right. So he's already saying, you know, giving an excuse for what he's about to say. But my muse labors and thus she is delivered. (gasps) That's some childbirth imagery. (laughs) Labor and delivery. If she be fair and wise, fairness and wit, the one's for use, the other useth it. Another so that's his praise of Desdemona, right? Yeah. So he's going to start going using poetry to describe women now because he did such a horrible job before, right? Yeah. So he says her cleverness will make use of her beauty, which is not exactly a praise. No. 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 Well praised. How if she be black and witty? <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Because, well, well black is black also, but, you know, but it's also dark-haired. So she's like, you talked about fair-haired women. That's me, right? Mm-hmm. So now tell me about dark women, dark-haired women who also have wit, right? Mm-hmm. Who also are smart. Mm-hmm. If she be black and there to have a wit, she'll find a white that shall her blackness fit. Ooh! Day. So if she's smart mm-hmm. and black, she'll find a white man. Mm-hmm. 
to fit her. Mm-hmm. Stick his dick in her. Mm-hmm. Right? Sexually fit together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if she's smart. And Desdemona, worse and worse. And Amelia, how if fair and foolish. Oh, notice all those fuh, Fs. Fuh, 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 you <laughs> fucking son of a bitch. Fucking. I'm not going to do it in front of anybody, but fuck you. Yeah. And she's describing herself because yeah. she feels like, okay, I might be fair, but I'm an idiot for marrying you. Yeah. Fuck. She never yet was foolish that was fair, for even her folly helped her to an heir. <gasps> Another rhyming couplet and lots of Fs. Lots of Fs. Listen, fucking bitch, shut the fuck up, is yeah. what he's saying, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. But he's also saying, even if she's stupid, she's good enough for making babies. But do they have any babies? They have no babies. No, they have no babies. Mm. Desdemona. These are old fond paradoxes to make fools laugh in the alehouse. What miserable praise hast thou for her that's foul and foolish? So it could be ugly and foolish. Or black and foolish. So she's giving the last example, right? We had... Fair and smart, we had fair and foolish, we had black and smart, and now we have black and foolish. Yeah. All right? And she's like, but she started her saying by, you know, these are stupid sayings that make people laugh when they're drunk. Right. And then Iago. There's none so foul and foolish thereunto, but does foul pranks which fair and wise ones do. Again, another rhyming couplet. Yes. And who was the fair and wise one? Desdemona. Desdemona. And pranks are sexual tricks, dark deeds. Mm -hmm. So he's saying even the foul and foolish can do the dark deeds just like you Mm -hmm. and get the men to want her. Right, even ugly ones can do it in the dark. Even ugly ones can do it in the dark. They're all the same in the dark as a whole. Oh, heavy ignorance, thou praisest the worst best. But what praise couldst thou bestow on a deserving woman indeed, one that in the authority of her merit did justly put on the vouch of very malice itself? Okay, wait a minute, I'm lost. Yeah, so in the authority of is by virtue of her merit, Mm -hmm. did justly put on the vouch, put on the vouches, compel favorable testimony, vouching, right? Mm -hmm. Vouching for someone. So she's saying, what would you say to a woman who truly deserved praise where even a wicked person couldn't deny it? Oh, I see, I see, I see. Okay, so that she really had everybody's good opinion and even the bad people said she's a good person. Yeah. And here he goes, ready? She that was ever fair and never proud, had tongue at will and yet was never loud, never lacked gold and yet went never gay, Fled from her wish, and yet said, now I may. Let's do that much. Okay. So, so she that was beautiful, but never proud about it. Not she, conceited. Yep. Yeah, she had tongue at will. That means she's allowed to speak, but, but yet she's never lacked. yells about stuff. Yep. She never liked gold. She's rich enough, but never went gay, which means extravagantly dressed. So she never bought a whole bunch of... So he's describing a woman that he has never before encountered yes right right. Mm -hmm. fled from her wish and yet said now i may so she never indulged her wish even though she has the means okay so women who don't go shopping just for shopping's sake Mm -hmm. she that being angered her revenge being nigh bade her wrong stay and her displeasure fly she that in wisdom never was so frail to change the cod's head from the salmon's tail 
<laughs> so being angered, her revenge. So her revenge being nigh, her revenge is here, here. possible. Right, possible. Uh, you know, calmed down her sense of injury and said, "No, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna take that bait." Mm-hmm. Right. She that had you know was so wise that she didn't exchange something worthless, the cod's head, for something more valuable, the salmon's tail. Right, a head of a fish is not good for anything but soup. That's sexual too. Yeah, but it's definitely sexual too, right? Salmon tail. tail. Yeah. (laughs) And head. Head head. and tail. Head and tail, right? Yeah. Yeah. She that could think and ne'er disclose her mind, see suitors following and not look behind. She was a white, if ever such a white were. Okay, so white, W-I-G-H-T. Means person, but it also, in, in yeah, yeah, as yeah. we hear it, as we hear it, it's a white person, right. right? So the person, the woman who could think but not, she's smart, but she doesn't have to show off her brains, right? Mm-hmm. She sees lots of suitors coming after her, but she doesn't look for them, mm-hmm. right? And then this was a lady, if ever such a lady was, right? He's saying a big if there. Mm-hmm. I've never seen such a woman, mm-hmm. right? And Desdemona says, to do what? To suckle fools and chronicle small beer. <laughs> so even this paragon of women, mm. her only use is to tend babies and keep household accounts. Yeah. Chronicle small beer is add up the house accounts, yeah. Holy shit. So he just described like the perfect woman and he said, doesn't matter. You could be the perfect woman. You still only have one job. Make babies and keep the house. And keep the house. Desdemona. Oh, most lame and impotent conclusion. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Because she's like, oh, fuck you and your limp dick. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) And she turns to Amelia. Do not learn of him, Amelia, though he be thy husband. So it doesn't matter if he's your husband. Don't take his advice. Don't, you know. Take this to heart. Yeah. yeah. Fuck that. And then she turns away. She's done with him. She's finished. How say you, Cassio? Is he not a most profane and liberal counselor? He's free-spoken, but liberal could also be libelous, right? He's mm-hmm. slandering all of us. Yeah, right. And Cassio, he speaks home, madam. You may relish him more in the soldier than in the scholar. Yeah. He's also in prose. He's very uncomfortable with yeah. the whole proceeding here. Yep. And home just means bluntly. So he, yeah, he, this is the way he talks. Uh, he's better with the guys than yeah. he is with the girls. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And then Iago is going to describe what he sees. So whether it's the way that Iago sees it or whether it is what's going on on stage, uh, that's up to the director and the actors, Yeah. He takes her by the palm, I well said. Whisper, with as little a web as this will I ensnare as great a fly as Cassio. I smile upon her dew. I will jive thee in thine own courtship. So he's watching them and he's like, you fuck, yeah, go ahead, take her hand, kiss it, yeah, yeah. Because I'm I gonna can get use you. that. I'm going to get you. Jive is shackle. I will get you, <laughs> you know, in shackles, in prison for this. Totally. You say true, tis so indeed. If such tricks as these strip you out of your lieutenantry, it had been better you had not kissed your three fingers so oft, which now again you are most apt to play the sir in. Very good, well kissed, an excellent courtesy. So now, 
Whoa. Maybe he's kissing Desdemona now? Yeah. Cassio, because he didn't extend his manners to Desdemona earlier because she was too concerned to hear about Othello? Yeah. So, or he's kissing her hand or somehow he's, yeah. yeah? Extend your three fingers. Extend your three fingers so... Sometimes uh, men to not soil the hands of women. If they did, weren't wearing gloves, they'd put their fingers over their hand and kiss, kiss their own hands. Kiss their own hands. That was another kind or they of also, courtesy. They also would stop just before the hand, too. Mm -hmm. That's another yeah. thing they did. Using so. just a couple of fingers, right? Yeah. Yet again, your fingers to your lips. Would they were clyster pipes for your sake? Clyster <laughs> pipes? <laughs> yeah. What's a clyster pipe? That's an enema tube so he's like stick your fucking fingers up your own ass you butt fuck fucking oh, jerk <laughs> he hates him so much clyster oh pipes. pipes this is a great word well Whoa. that's a good insult if you don't you know yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. i hope your fingers are clyster hey, pipes. and 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 uh paper idea on othello is sexual imagery in oh othello. man man yeah it's crazy and then there's a trumpet and the the more I know his trumpet. Cassio, tis truly so. Let's meet him and receive him. Cassio, lo, where he comes. So we don't have to go. He's coming. And here <laughs> oh, comes I'm Othello. Othello. Yes. Oh, my fair warrior. My dear Othello. It gives me wonder great as my content to see you here before me. Oh, my soul's joy. If ever after tempest comes such calms, may the wind blow till they have wakened death. Yeah. The winds blow till they have wakened death. Yeah. If if I don't if if every tempest like this leads to this beautiful calm of you and me together, mm -hmm. then I don't care if the winds were so crazy that they woke up all the spirits in the you know all the dead men, whatever you know. Yeah. As long as I could have this after. Yeah. Let the laboring bark climb hills of seas, Olympus high, and duck again as low as hells from heaven. If it were now to die, twere now to be most happy, for I fear my soul hath her content so absolute that not another comfort like to this succeeds in unknown fate. Yeah. So, oh, well, so so he's talking about how, you know, how high the boat went on the wave and how low it went when it dropped down from the wave. Like, right. So he's right. describing his experience a moment ago. Yeah. Right? The laboring bark is his ship. Yeah. Olympus high. Yeah. Hell from heaven. So that's an antithesis right, right there. Up to down. Yeah. yeah. If it were now to die, the little death is an orgasm. Yeah, orgasm. Die slang for orgasm so that is the only extra thing that i could possibly wish for right <laughs> right <laughs> right for now to be most happy but we can also hear it literally right yep. i could die right now and, and i'd be him. a happy man yeah yeah right? uh, because i think i've reached you know the, the most pinnacle of my comfort yeah right? the, the pinnacle most of my happiness succeeds in unknown fate and means in the time to come yeah right mm -hmm. and desdemona doesn't want to hear bad things right the heavens forbid, but that our loves and comforts should increase, even as our days do grow. Amen to that, sweet powers. I cannot speak enough of this content. It stops me here. It is too much of joy. And this, 
And this the greatest discords be that e'er our heart shall make. Yes. <laughs> oh, he's kissing her. He's yeah. That's with the this and the this, yeah, right? He's yeah, kissing yeah. her. It stops me here. My heart. My heart is almost stopped because I'm so bursting with joy. Mm-hmm. Like... That reception of a woman goes completely antithesis and wipes out what what Iago just said, right? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, it's beautiful. And Iago, oh, you are well-tuned now, but I'll set down the pegs that make this music as honest as I am. Come, let us go to the castle. So, set down the pegs. I will untune you, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Turn them down, yeah? You're well-tuned now, but I'm going to make you out of tune. Out of tune. Uh, news, friends. Our wars are done. The Turks are drowned. I love that. And he's like, so many words for Desdemona and for the Turks, one line. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> done. Finished. How does my old acquaintance of this isle? He's talking to Montano. Yeah. Honey, you shall be well-desired in Cyprus. Ooh. <laughs> He means welcomed, but it's a very scary foreshadowing. Yeah. Right? Uh, I have found great love amongst them. Oh, my sweet. I prattle out of fashion and I dote. He's just so yeah overcome. I dote in mine own comforts. I'm just loving, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Probably the fashion is not to show all this love. You're not, no PDAs, right? right no, they right, don't right. want it. Especially yeah. not from a general who's supposed to be so no, big and bold and yeah. strong and unwomanly. Right. Right. Uh, I prattle out of fashion, and I dote in mine own comforts. I prithee, good Iago, go to the bay and disembark my coffers. <laughs> go get my stuff. Go get my shit off the ship. Yeah. That is an ouch, right? <laughs> it's like, go be my servant. Yeah. Get my bags. <laughs> Bring thou the master to the citadel. He is a good one, and his worthiness does challenge much respect. Come, Desdemona, once more, well met at Cyprus. Yay. Challenge, much respect, command. So the master is the master of the ship who Mm -hmm. brought us in safely. Bring him in here. We want him part of the party. He's a good guy. Yeah. And he sends Iago off to get his bags. (laughs) (laughs) And Iago shouts after some guy who's leaving, Do thou meet me presently at the harbor? some attendant and then he sees Rodrigo come hither if thou beest valiant as they say base men in love have then a nobility in their natures more than is native to them list me listen to me <laughs> listen to me if you are valiant because he's saying sometimes guys who are really in love rise in their nobility because of what you know more than what they are usually when they're in love mm-hmm the lieutenant tonight watches on the court of guard. First, I must tell thee this, Desdemona is directly in love with him. <laughs> you mean... With him? Why, tis not possible. Lay thy finger thus, and let thy soul be instructed. So put your finger across your mouth and shut, shut the fuck up, up and, and I'm going to tell you. <laughs> right. Mark me with what violence she first loved the more, but for bragging and telling her fantastical lies. And will she love him still for prating? Babbling, right? I think he was embarrassed by Othello's overshow. Well, he's exactly the polar opposite yeah. of how Iago interacts with women. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, dude, this is embarrassing. And that this was horrible. not a show of strength. No. Right. So is she going to, how could she keep loving him when he behaves like this? That's so uncool. Right. <laughs> right. 
Let not thy discreet heart think it. Her eye must be fed, and what delight shall she have to look on the devil? When the blood is made dull with the act of sport, there should be, again to inflame it and to give satiety a fresh appetite, loveliness in favor, sympathy in years, manners, and beauties, all which the more is defective in. So <laughs> he's saying her eye must be, she needs to have something beautiful to look at. Yeah. So we must, we have to assume that Rodrigo's at least, you know, somewhat handsome. Or just Perhaps. white. Or just white, you know. <laughs> or just white. He's, and what delight. He's, he's pumping up Rodrigo by course, saying, she course. needs to look at you because you're better than him. Than right? the devil. Yeah. Right. And so when the blood is made dull, when when your raging blood calms down after coitus, right, yes. after making love, yeah. um, the act of sport, <laughs> <laughs> and then in order to get it back to its inflame, right, to reheat it, you need a loveliness in favor. That so, means a beautiful face, right? right? Or, or not a black face. Not a black face. You need the, the same age. age right? He's older than her, mm -hmm. right? Um, you need good manners, you need all the beauties, all of the, you know, th nice things that, that you've been do. raised with yep. and he doesn't know because he's not from here. And he's defective, right? right? Now, for want of these required conveniences, her delicate tenderness will find itself abused, begin to heave the gorge, disrelish and abhor the more. Very nature will instruct her in it and compel her to some second choice. All right, have the gorge means to puke. Puke, yeah, he's gonna be sick of this vomit, right? Mm -hmm. Disrelish, I love that. Mm -hmm. It's a good, good use of that new, Dis. you know, prefix. Yeah? yeah, she will not desire. She will hate him. Abhor, right? Mm -hmm. Her nature will instruct. Like she's a white girl, she can't do differently. Mm -hmm. That's what he's saying, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and she will have to have somebody else, right? Now, sir, this granted as it is a most pregnant and unforced position. <laughs> Those are incredible sex words there, right? Pregnant meaning obvious, unforced. I didn't, I didn't make anyone say this. Everybody knows this. Who stands so eminent in the degree of this fortune as Cassio does? <laughs> so he's he's been up. leading Rodrigo up all this time, and now he's like, oh, and I meant Cassio. I meant Cassio. Not you. <laughs> A knave, very voluble. Listen to those V's. He's just chewing his lips. He's like, fucking guy kissing my wife as fuck. A knave, very voluble, no further conscionable than in putting on the mere form of civil and humane seeming for the better compassing of his salt and most hidden loose affection. Voluble, it's voluble. Uh, someone who talks. Talks. Lots talks. of talking. He's always talking, for God's sake. And and, and he talks in, in ways that we, we Venetians don't because yeah. he's not from here. He's a little too fancy. Way yeah. too fancy. And his manners are over the top. Over the top. Yeah. Um, no further conscionable, bound by conscience, than in putting on the mere form of civil and humane seamen. So he just, he, he's not doing this out of true feeling. He's just it's put on. pretending yeah. to feel this way about people, right? Yep. For the better compassing, compass is to surround, surround. yeah, mm -hmm. circle, um, to gain something, right, of his salt, 
Salt means lewd, like, yo, salty, yeah? And most hidden loose affection, his barely concealed desires. Mm -hmm. Like, we all saw that, right? 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 Didn't we? Mm -hmm. Why none? Why none? A slipper and a subtle knave, a finder of occasions that has an eye can stamp and counterfeit advantages, though true advantage never present itself. A devilish knave. So many S's, right? A slipper, he slips it in. He just sticks it in your wife when you're not looking, man. Right? A finder of occasions. Yes. Right. Occasion is also slang yes. for vagina. Yep. So he can sniff out that pussy no matter where he is, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Um, stamp and counterfeit are both words for coining, making coins. So he can create opportunities, advantages or opportunities, mm-hmm. even if there wasn't really an opportunity there. Mm-hmm. Right? This fuck. Yeah. And he calls him devilish too. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Besides, the knave is handsome, young, and hath all the requisites in him that folly and green minds look after. A pestilent, complete knave, and the woman hath found him already. All right. So green minds is un, un, uneducated young, right? Young, yeah. 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 Or, or innocent. Yep. And folly is wantonness, right? So he has all the things that people looking for sex and who don't really know how the world works... They go after these kind of guys. And right? she, Desdemona, has already found him. Yep, she's already sized him up and uh, pegged him for her next conquest. Roderigo, I cannot believe that in her. She's full of most blessed condition. Blessed figs end. <laughs> the wine she drinks is made of grapes. <laughs> What's a fig's end? That's a clitoris. Yes. <laughs> and the wine she drinks, she's not better than anybody else. What the fuck? If she had been blessed, she never would have loved the more blessed pudding. (laughs) Pudding is a sausage. I.e. Dick. A dick. So he's got a clitoris and he's got a dick. He's got it all. Yeah. (laughs) Didst not thou see her paddle with the palm of his hand? Didst not mark that? (laughs) Paddle. Paddle, paddle. Paddle, palm. Yeah, Roderigo. Yes, that I did. Yeah, that's like spanking, right? Yeah, right. Paddle with the palm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that I did, but that was but courtesy. Lechery, by this hand, an index and obscure prologue to all the history of lust and foul thoughts. <laughs> that was just her table of contents, baby. Right. She's got a whole book that's coming up. Yeah. <laughs> and also the index is your first finger, right? Mm-hmm. For paddling other things. <laughs> yeah. They met so near with their lips that their breaths embraced together. Villainous thoughts, Rodrigo, when these mutualities so marshal the way, hard at hand, comes the master and main exercise. Lots of M's. And then hard at hand. Hard at hand. Yeah, right? Yeah. And hard at hand is like jerking off right Mm -hmm. after, you know? Mm -hmm. These mutualities, these exchanges. So he's thinking of Desdemona and Cassio talking together and whispering, and he's watching those lips, and he's feeling the hot breath, and he's totally getting hard. (laughs) If he could. I don't know. I don't know if he even can. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe. But he's making Rodrigo get hard. Yeah. (laughs) The incorporate 
conclusion. Oh, so here, uh, hard at hand comes the master and main exercise. So after these little niceties that people use to introduce the subject, right after that comes the main exercise. Sex comes after. Yeah. And then the incorporate conclusion, which is... An orgasm. An orgasm. A little death. It's when you leave your body. You out-of-body experience. Right. Yes. <laughs> Pish. But sir, be ruled by me. I have brought you from Venice. Watch you tonight for the command. I'll lay it upon you. Cassio knows you not. I'll not be far from you. Do you find some occasion to anger Cassio, either by speaking too loud or tainting his discipline? <laughs> I love every time we have taint. It's good. Taint, discredit his command, right? Or from what other course you please, which the time shall most favorably minister. Well... <laughs> Rodrigo is like out of words yeah. at this point. He's like, okay, yeah, whatever. whatever Sir, he is rash and very sudden in collar and happily may strike at you. Provoke him that he may. <laughs> Try and get him to punch you out. <laughs> Try and get him to punch you. Collar is anger. So he, this dude gets angry really fast. So you could totally get him to punch you if, if we need that. And then I'm going to make something out of that. Provoke him that he may, for even out of that will I cause... These of Cyprus to mutiny, whose qualification shall come into no true taste again, but by the displanting of Cassio. So the people in Cyprus will mutiny because he behaves poorly, and then his qualifications for being in Cyprus will be questioned, and, and then we'll he'll be unseat him. <laughs> unseat him. Yeah. So shall you have a shorter journey to your desires by the means I shall then have to prefer them and the impediment most profitably removed without the which there were no expectation of our prosperity. I love that plural at the end. He's like, we're, I'm doing this for us, dude. Mm -hmm. It's us. We're in this together, right? Yeah. So uh, he's saying you're going to have an easier road to your Goal of lady right? if he's out of the way. Yeah. And Rodrigo says... I will do this if I can bring it to any opportunity. I warrant thee. Meet me by and by at the Citadel. I must fetch his necessaries ashore. Farewell. Adieu. <laughs> so I warrant thee. I'll guarantee that you'll have the opportunity. I'll mm -hmm. make it happen. I must fetch his necessaries. I'm still his fucking porter. His butler. Fuck. And then he's alone. And here he goes. Turns to you guys, the audience, and tells you what he thinks, right? That Cassio loves her, I do well believe it. That she loves him, tis apt and of great credit. Maybe yeah. believable. Could be, possible. Mm -hmm. Credit, creditable, right? Believable. The more, howbeit that I endure him not, is of a constant loving and noble nature. And I dare think he'll prove to Desdemona a most dear husband. Now, I do love her too. Not out of absolute lust, though peradventure I stand accountant for as great a sin, but partly led to diet my revenge. For that I do suspect the lusty moor hath leaped into my seat. Mm. There he is, telling you again. Yeah, right. Okay, so let's go back, right? Yeah. The Cassio loves her, I believe it. That she loves him, possibility. Possible. The moor definitely loves her. He's noble and constant and loving, and he would be a great husband for her. Yeah. It would all be hunky-dory if I didn't jump in. I love this. Now I do love her, too. Yeah, me too. I lust after her. And then he's like, no, no, not lust. Not lust. I love her because she's going to be an awesome tool yep. for me, right? Mm -hmm. So I stand accountant for as great a sin, not lust, but 
What other sins? Jealousy. Jealousy, certainly. But partly led to diet. Diet means feed. So she's going to feed my revenge. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I suspect Othello of sleeping with my wife. Leaped into my seat. He stuck his dick where my dick should have been. Right. Right? And this is really eating at him, right? The thought whereof doth, like a poisonous mineral, gnaw my inwards. And nothing can or shall content my soul till I am evened with him wife for wife. You took my wife, I'm going to take yours. Yeah. How is he motiveless? <laughs> he's telling you this is not him telling some other person he's telling the audience yeah so he's not lying there's no reason for him to lie what are the seven deadly sins uh lust sloth avarice greed is jealousy i don't know gluttony I'm missing a couple okay so but uh, he ticks a lot of those boxes yeah not all of them yeah but a lot of them yes yeah and so I'm, I have to get even. Wife for wife, or failing so, yet that I put the more at least into so strong a jealousy that judgment cannot cure. Which thing to do, if this poor trash of Venice, whom I trash for his quick hunting, stand the pudding on, I'll have all Michael Cassio on the hip. Okay, wait okay. a minute, <laughs> yeah. this is a lot. So if I can't get his wife, I'm at least going to make him... Jealous. Jealous. That judgment, meaning reason, right. his reason won't even be able to so jealous, get him like out of it. over yeah. jealous. Mm-hmm. So this poor trash of Venice, we have the word trash twice. This poor trash of Venice is R- Rodrigo, whom I trash for his quick hunting. Trash was a hunting word for hanging weights on a dog that was too fast mm. because they outran the pack. So Rodrigo is too impatient. So he's going to keep him back. So he's going to hold him back until he can stand the pudding on. That means until he can perform properly when I need him to work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so he's just going to keep holding him back until he's ready to let him loose and use him as a a tool. Mm -hmm. I'll have our Michael Cassio on the hip. That's a great, that's a wrestling term, right? For being able to flip him and put him down. Okay. Yeah. Abuse him to the moor in the rank garb. So I will talk to the moor and tell him that Cassio, in the rank garb, I love this, is in his sticky and seamed garments, stinking, you know, all of his sperm is still on the front of his fucking pants. He smells like sex. He smells like sex, man. Right? And he slept with your wife. But we have the word rank. That's another theme that I don't think we talked about yet is to watch for words of rot mm. in the, throughout the play. So we have foul, so much, mm-hmm. right? And here we have rank, um, because Venice, if you know it as a, if you can picture it, it's on canals, and when the water is bad... It stinks. It stinks. When the water's full of trash, it stinks. So although the palaces are these big, beautiful, glittering marble things, at the base of them there's ugliness, right? Mm. So that's what he thinks, too. At the base of all of this society, there's ugliness, and I'm going to expose it. Okay. Yeah. So, abuse him to the moor in the rank garb, for I fear Cassio with my nightcap, too. So that's sleeping with my wife. Yeah, he slept with my wife. Make the moor thank me, love me, and reward me for making him egregiously an ass and practicing upon his peace and quiet even to madness. Tis here 
but yet confused. Knavery's plain face is never seen till used. And that's the final rhyming couplet. Mm -hmm. He had so many in this scene, yeah? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I will make them more thank me, love me, 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 yeah. me, me. For, for making Reward him, me. For making him make very bad choices. Very bad choices. Be outstandingly bad. Egregious is outstandingly bad. And I will take away his peace, his quiet, until he goes Mad. crazy. Yeah. Tis here, as in my head, I'm thinking about it. I yep. don't have a clear picture yet, but it'll come. It's coming. It'll it's come. It's coming. When the time is right. Yeah, Navery's plain face. I don't. You don't get the full picture of it until you go, until you act, right? Yeah. Never seen till used. I have to act upon some of it, and the rest will come clear. Yep. Ooh. Boy, oh boy. No motive, my ass. No motive, my ass. No motive, my ass. Oh, so much sex. Yes. <laughs> when a character is talking directly to you, that is them. Yeah. That's them. He's not making shit up when no. he's talking to you. He's telling you exactly how he feels. Yep. So he's one paranoid, suffering, jealous, crazy person, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. When someone tells you who they are, Molly. Pay can. attention. Pay attention. And vote. And vote. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm so hot. I'm so hot. We are dripping. It's in it's November. November and, and it's, it's fucking like 80 70. degrees. What the fuck? I don't even know because global say. warming is not a thing. Oh my, oh god. my god. Climate change. Come on. Make your vote count. Make your vote. Save count. us from boiling. All of us. All we, of we us. We all have to save ourselves. I was thinking about this today, earlier. Um, I was thinking about how it all starts with us. And any time you think that what you say or do doesn't matter, you have to remind yourself that even a smile to someone on the street can change their day. Yeah. E even if you're going through the Dunkin' Donuts drive through and you buy a coffee for the person behind you anonymously, that can change their day. If we're all kind to one another, if we all stop being divisive, right? If we start treating each other, even people with whom we just vehemently disagree, if we can vehemently disagree politely and with kindness, we will change the world. Yeah. Now, I know that there are people out there who want this to be their authoritarian, Christo-fascist country, but you know what? There are more of us than there are of them. And if we defend their right to practice their religion at the same time as defending our right to believe what we believe, and we do it all with kindness in our hearts, I do believe that will make a difference. Thank you, MLK. <laughs> I'm not MLK. <laughs> all right, I'm Erin. I'm Diana, and we're boiling, and goodbye. Goodbye, this is fun. For additional fun shit from Fuck Shakespeare, you can head to our website at fckshakespeare.com. Or find us on Instagram at fckshakespeare. If you are enjoying this podcast, you could support us for as little as 99 cents per month. Just click the support button on the page on Spotify or Anchor. Tell your friends.